boys, this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports show. We got a busy day on the channel today at RacingDudes.com. We got a lot going on. We've already had one show in the books. We've got this one, and then we've got three more to go past this one as well. We got Blinkers Off coming up, Magic Mike, and then the halftime show with Slim and Samich. Papa Dude, we got to be on our game today. Are we ready? You bet. Let's get after it. We've got, uh, let's see, we're starting the second half of the college uh, regular season, college football regular season. So. That's right, and you mentioned right before we got on the air, let's kind of talk about uh, who may be playing who for these conference title games, and we'll go as we as we kind of go through sure. uh, the games and talk about our bets. We will actually, you know, kind of talk about that as well as like, look, what does this mean for the conference? So uh, a, a lot to talk about. You bet, and there's some great games this week in both college and the NFL. There's a couple of really good NFL games. It's a great college weekend for sure. Yeah, college. Um, Isaac asked a good question. How 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 are you guys doing? How are you doing? Well, Isaac, I haven't seen you in a while. We're doing good. Your Chiefs are playing great, and we'll talk about them here in a little bit. Uh, hope you're doing well too. Haven't seen you in a while. Sad Razorback fan is Shoddy, but Shoddy, I see that you're booked for the Derby and the Rebel. That's yeah, I saw that myself. Yeah. So. We're excited about that. All right, let's get to it. We got a lot to do. We got blinkers off coming up in an hour and a half. So we got to be precise uh, with this show. Get me off of here so I can get to the next one. All right, let's kick it off. We talked about it. We're going to talk about college football first. And we talked about great games all across the country this weekend. And we'll start with two undefeated teams, Penn State at Michigan. Michigan, a seven-point favorite in this game. Can the Nittany Lions cover? Can they win? I think they can cover. Uh, I think that line's a little bit too much. Michigan has not played anybody, really. Mm-mm. And they sure haven't played anybody this good. I think this is going to be an old-fashioned slugfest, Big Ten slugfest back in the 70s, 80s. I think we're looking 20 to 17, something like that. I don't think either offense is really that that good. And Both teams play solid defense. Uh, I was talking to my Michigan buddy. He's really worried about this game. Uh, I think Penn State's had a week to prepare. That can go either way. Uh, I like I like Penn State in this one. I, I don't know that they win, but I think seven's too many. Seven does seem like a lot. I, I think JL makes a point here. He says, you assume Penn State is somebody. I don't know if either one of them are that good. Um, I'm not sure on Penn State either. They they have a couple of nice wins, but they really haven't played anybody too tough. Probably the win at Purdue was their best win. Yeah. Um, Michigan was good in games that they should have been, and then these these last few games, like the Indiana game, you know, Iowa, they they weren't great against. I don't I don't know. Um, I think they're both solid teams. I really do. I don't know if they're the next level. You know, yeah, I think it's gonna be an interesting game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you. I think it's. Gonna, I'm gonna go Penn State plus the seven. Yeah, I think it's gonna be close. I kind of think Michigan's gonna win. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go. 
Gosh, yeah, I'm gonna go Penn State plus the seven. That's yeah. this is a possible one for me. It really is. It's a it's a good game. It's gonna be a really good one. I I like to say we're gonna be on the road, so we're not gonna see it. But I just I just think uh, Michigan hasn't really proven anything so far. I disagree with that. Also, I think I don't know. I don't care how bad Auburn is. You go to Auburn and you win as easily as Penn State did. That's a good win. They do have, yeah, they, they've been on the road and won, and so that's good going into Ann Arbor. Toughest game for sure, but they have went on the road and won, so that's, yeah. that's a positive. So we're both going with the Nittany Lions. All right, let's go back uh, or go on, I should say, to another couple of games here that aren't quite as big, but they involve ranked opponents. Auburn is reeling. They're looking for a victory. They're a 15-point underdog on the road this week against Ole Miss. Ole Miss still undefeated. Do they stay undefeated, and more importantly, do they cover? Really like this Ole Miss team. <clears throat> I like the way they're playing. They are so different from the team of last year and the year before where it was all offense. Their defense is pretty good. They run the ball. They're balanced. 15's a lot, but they're at home. I think they cover. I like Tennessee a lot. Or Tennessee. I like uh, Mississippi a lot, and I'm, I'm with Jay. I mean, this Auburn thing is not going to go away. Like, it's going to be – a long season. They're going to lose a lot more. They're going to lose this one too. I, I've got Ole Miss in this game. I'm with you. I like Ole Miss. They're a more complete team. They're not as flashy, but they might be better this year. I think they are. Been. And you you mentioned it. The defense at Ole Miss is pretty darn good. Yes. Um, so yeah, I it and yeah, the Ole Miss unders finally let Russ down. He'd been playing them, but you know they were playing Vanderbilt. So there's the caveat. Yeah. Last week. You know, I think uh, Kipfen has matured he's found his place he's a good coach he really is he's recruited well there he's in a place where he's not in the limelight so much he can just coach and he's doing a great job there i like that i like that team a lot yep i like old miss as well and i think i like kiffin too well all right we got to talk about oklahoma because they're playing a ranked team this might be the last time we talk about the sooners for a yeah. while um mm. but they, they they host number 19 kansas Kansas got beat last week. They stay in the rankings at five and one. The Sooners three and three off three losses. Everybody knows. Oh, use a nine point favorite in this game. Uh, where what do you think is going to happen in Norman? I don't know how they're a nine point favorite. <clears throat> I guess it's because they're Oklahoma and Kansas is Kansas, and the game's in Norman. That's the only thing I think of. Uh, I I don't think they win. I, I just don't. That you got to have some defense to win games, and KU can move the ball. They have a very good offense, and they torched us last year. And I just don't think Oklahoma can stop them enough to win. They're going to be better this week with Gabriel playing. We don't know what for sure, but all signs point to the fact he's going to play. That will make them a lot better. Uh. This is a season-saving game for OU. You know, they have to win this game. And this team has not shown that they are capable of rising up and winning. I'm scared to death of it. I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to going to, to see what happens. Uh, I just don't have much optimism. I take Kansas all the way, plus nine. 
I'm going Kansas plus the nine for sure. I think OU might, you know, rebound win the game, but it's hard to think that OU is going to win by more than nine points against anybody right now. You know, another thing you think about, yeah, Gabriel may play, but it doesn't mean he's going to stay in the game. Like what if he gets hit again? The one thing, you know, if the quarterback is not the most healthy and you know, behind him, it is, it's not good. I mean, my goodness. And the thing is, too, uh, I was listening to some stuff. Oklahoma is last in the Big Ten in rushing defense. They're giving up over 300 yards a game rushing. Yeah. Guess who's number one in rushing in the Big 12? It's Kansas. They're going to gash us. We have not been able to stop the run for the last three weeks. Main reason why we've lost all three games, one of the main reasons. You have to stop the run. Their offense has a lot of motion in it. From all indications, our defense doesn't know what they're doing. Our players get lost when there's motion, when there's any kind of deception. This offense could absolutely destroy us. And I I heard them talking about that yesterday, and that really floored me when I heard those stats. Kansas has got a backup quarterback, but this kid was a starter last year. He threw for four touchdown passes in the second half against TCU, a game they could have won last week. I don't think there's a big drop-off between the number one and number two at Kansas, and we know there is at OU. Now, one thing about an injury, yes, he may not be healthy, but he doesn't have anything – I'm talking about Dylan Gabriel. He doesn't – our quarterback. He doesn't have anything wrong with his legs. You know, it's yeah. a head injury, and they're not going to let him play if he's not clear of that. So the fact that it's not a, so- a shoulder or ribs or a leg injury, that's good. That's good for OU. You're alluding that if he plays, he will be 100%. Basically. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be – I'm not looking forward to watching Kansas go up and down the field on us yet again. I, I, I watched them do that last year. They should have beat us last yeah. year. So, yeah. you know. We'll be and I'll another thing. I, saw, I watched a lot of that Kansas game last week. I don't see the, much of a difference in the talent level between these two. I really don't. I think Kansas has got some talented players. I think they've got speed. I think yeah. they've got speed that could match up for sure. So and and I, don't, I don't know. Well, maybe they can up front with us because we're not what we used to be. So, uh, yeah, Kansas plus the nine. Good for us. Yeah. All right. Iowa State goes on the road to take on Texas. Texas is a 16-point favorite in the spot. Iowa State really hasn't lost anybody badly. Uh, well, I guess Baylor kind of got them late. But uh, what do you think? Can Iowa State hang in here? It's been a while since the Longhorns have beaten the Cyclones. It has. Iowa State's like Iowa. Fantastic defense. Can't score. I really like Texas. I was impressed with them offensively. I think they have weapons. They're at home. Will they? Was that too big a celebration down there in a Cotton Bowl for them? Will they be flat in this game? I don't think so. I think they're going to use that as a springboard. I look for them to beat them pretty easy, like 35-10, something like that. So I think they're going to cover. The one thing I would caution people, don't take that win and think Texas is some kind of great offense. And I was trying to tell you that last weekend. 
Kind you know, of. Um, yeah. I wouldn't take what you saw against OU and say, well, they're great. Quarterback's great. Everybody's great. Everybody looks great against OU, right? <laughs> Kansas State, they look like great players up and down the field. They scored 10 against Iowa State yeah. last weekend. So <laughs> let's see. This is where, to me, the quarterback, all those great players really start to prove it for Texas because they play a much better defense this weekend in Iowa State. I'm with you. I think Texas covers this, but I think it'll be a, a much tougher game uh, for Texas this weekend. So I, I, I just, we'll see. We'll see how their offense looks this week compared to last week. So uh, yeah, Ewers did look pretty good against Alabama. He also didn't get to play a whole lot. You know, right. we really just haven't seen this kid much. So we saw him in the first game, which was nobody. We saw him for a quarter against Bama. He looked good. The OU game, I mean, it is what it is. We make everybody look good. So I think this Iowa State game is when we start to learn about him because Iowa State, as challenged as they are offensively, they are good on defense. They are. So that will be a big challenge for them this weekend. So I'm not saying they're not going to be good. I'm saying this is when we'll start to judge them. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, you know, against realistic competition, you know, that, that might actually try to slow them down. So – We'll see, but we're both taking the Longhorns. I think this game's really interesting. Probably the biggest game in Illinois in a long, long time. Five and one Illinois now in the top twenty-five, ranked twenty-fourth. Takes on four and one Minnesota. Huge game for the Big Ten side of things as well. Uh, for that is the West, I would, I guess, yeah. uh, on the Big Ten side. Minnesota is six and a half point favorite. What do you think about this one? Well, this is one of my my upset specials. I I like Illinois a lot. And Minnesota is one of those teams that they don't win games like this too often. Now, they might – let me back up. If they're six-and-a-half-point favorites, let's say, against maybe Michigan State, Purdue, something like that, they might. Or they don't cover those kind of games. Illinois, they might have the confidence to go in there and beat them because they're Illinois. Yeah. But I think Bielema's got something going up there. They've been beating people. Now, they weren't very impressive last week, so that slows me down a little bit. I thought they would beat Iowa worse than they did, but they won. Didn't see any of the game. I don't know if there was turnovers. It sounded like a terrible game. I think it was 9-6. to six. Yeah. But I like Illinois a lot. Uh, the winner of this game might very well be uh, <laughs> fodder for the <laughs> – uh, they're going to get killed by the uh, by the east side of it in the yeah. Big Big Ten championship game. But the winner of this game might win the Big Ten West. Can you believe Illinois might be in the Big Ten championship game? That is unreal. The other team that's involved in that is Purdue. They'll have, they're going to have something to say about this. They've already beat Minnesota. And I think they beat uh, Illinois too, right? No, Indiana beat Illinois. Indiana beat Illinois, and that's yeah. that, that really hurting Illinois. Yeah. But Purdue's probably the better of these three teams, I would say. Anyway, back to this. I like Illinois. I think they might win it outright, and that's going to be one of my best bets and an upset special. I like Illinois over Minnesota. I kind of think uh, I'm leaning the same way. I, I think this Illinois team's decent. They, the game they lost – it was just a joke. They never should have lost it. They no. totally blew that game. They should be sitting there at six and zero. Oh. Yep. I don't know. I mean, Minnesota. It's like, okay, are you different than normal? Nope. You lost the game. You shouldn't have lost to. You know. I mean, they should be at five and zero oh as well. So, yeah. uh, I, 
I think Illinois wins a very ugly, close game. That's that's what I'm predicting. That's I'm perfect. with you. I'm going to take Illinois plus the six and a half. They specialize in those. Yep, they do. And they are, you know, the Iowa-Illinois game, they're the same type of teams, they right? They're just yep. – they're not very good. So, But they know how to win, and that's what Illinois has kind of been able to do. Um, so, Bielema is a good coach in the Big Ten. He did not fit in in the SEC, but in the Big Ten, that guy – that's what he's made for. Well, that, you can kind of see why he didn't fit in the SEC. Like, you can't bring a team like that to the SEC. No. They're not going to win week in and week out because they're going to get gashed and they can't move the ball. So right. it is what it is. But, yeah, up there, he he has proven he's very, very good. All right, Vanderbilt and Georgia. Georgia, 38-point favorite. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts on Georgia? They should dominate they should it just you know are they ready will are they looking to some another some other game that's the whole thing on this if they're ready to play that should be 52 to 10 something like that so yeah should be pretty easy. i think i did i don't like those kind of games because you just don't know what's going to happen late in the fourth quarter you know right and, and that'll be the key to covering or not covering for sure all right, here we go. Game of the week. Alabama at Tennessee. Alabama comes in as a seven-point favorite. They have been uh, vulnerable-looking in back-to-back weeks, but they were without their Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback. Bryce Young should be back this week. That's the good news for Alabama fans. The bad news is this Tennessee team is dynamic offensively. Bama has had some defensive struggles over the last couple of weeks. All right, another tough road game for Alabama. Is this the week they get tripped up? Well, again, we're seeing you must have your quarterback. I don't care who you are. You must. And when you have a Heisman Trophy quarterback, it just makes it even worse when you lose him. He's back. How healthy is he? He doesn't have a concussion. He's not recovering from a concussion. He has a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Totally different ball game right there. So is he fully recovered? We don't know that. This is going to be a heck of a game, I think. I don't know whether Tennessee's quite there yet to beat Alabama. They scored a lot of points on them last year. And the difference in this Tennessee team, it looks like to me, is they're so much better defensively than they were a year ago. I think Alabama wins this but I think this could be a field goal type game. It's possible. Yeah, if you maybe take the points, I would take Tennessee. Uh, I don't know that I can get all the way there that Tennessee's going to win, but it kind of feels like they're going to. Um, I, I still think Bama wins this game. I'm going to take plus seven on Tennessee. Yeah, Russ points it out. $328 is the cheapest ticket price, and this place holds 100000 They are dying for this oh. game. They want to win this game so bad. A lot of you younger guys don't realize Tennessee 20 years ago was tough. I mean, they were the top dogs on that side of the SEC. It was them in Florida every year. And then they fell off, and that place is nuts. That is a crazy place to go play a game. Oklahoma went in there, and I think 2013, 14, it was Baker Mayfield's sophomore year. And Tennessee wasn't as good as they are now. And OU was pretty good. And it was, I think, a double overtime win for Oklahoma. They had to come from behind to win it. And every one of those people that, and OU's been in a lot of places, said they'd never been in a stadium 
like that one was. Yep. Oh, but that's not going to bother Alabama. That that will not phase them. The key is this: is the quarterback healthy? Is is he healthy? Is he one hundred percent? If he is, I think Alabama will win. But if he's a little nicked up and don't think Tennessee's not coming after him, we could have a monumental upset. Even though Tennessee's number six, I think most people will look at that as a huge upset. If they, I be. think the key to the game, you know, Bryce Young was able to make plays to keep distance between Alabama and their opponent. If if he's not quite healthy, didn't quite play well, they kind of show up like they did against Texas and they yep. leave him in the game. They will get beat this week because yep. they're taking on an offense that if you leave this team in the game, they'll beat you. And so that's going to be the key. Can ba- can Bama kind of get separation and and kind of keep them at arm's length the whole game? And you know Tennessee keeps coming at you, but they can't they can't get close because Bama keeps you know extending yep. the, the game the the lead. That's the key to the game. It right? is. If Bama leaves them in the game, they're going to get beat this week. They can't. They're playing with fire. If it's the same type of game as the last couple, you bet. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a classic, and I I really think Tennessee is good enough to compete. Finally, with Alabama, Um, so that's the difference. Really, you know, a couple other years they've kind of maybe had them on the ropes, or or maybe they've hung with them for a quarter or a half, but. They weren't good enough. They're right. good enough now. So we'll see. That's going to be a really good game. I, I can't wait for that one. All right, let's move on. Oklahoma State, TCU, another battle of unbeatens. This one not getting a lot of talk, but both teams are 5-0. and uh, TCU, I was shocked by this, a four-point favorite at home here against the Cowboys. Where are you leaning in this one? Oklahoma State just does not get any respect. They just don't. And I don't know whether it's because of Gundy and some of the things he said over the years. I don't. I don't know, but people don't respect him, and they should. And this is huge. A huge game for Oklahoma State. If they win, they will have already beaten Baylor and TCU, mm-hmm. and that they'll have a leg up on things uh, because Texas has a loss also. So huge game for them. I, I think they're going to win. I, I'm i like you. I could see it minus four the other way. You know, Oklahoma State, a four-point favorite. I like them a lot. I was not impressed with TCU last week against Kansas. Maybe I'm not giving Kansas enough credit. But I don't think TCU's got a good enough defense to beat Oklahoma State. I think they're going to score some points on them. So I, I like Oklahoma State in this one. I like Oklahoma State as well. And I'm not sure what TCU is. Again, they beat Oklahoma and that got them in the top 25. And we've discussed how bad Oklahoma is. And then they beat Kansas. But what, what really, like, how good is Kansas really? Well, I, we don't know. And they beat them by seven. I was on the road and they had to go down there or up there for TCU purposes and win. And that's not easy. But yeah. I, Oklahoma State, I think we know, is pretty good. TCU, I'm still – I'm not sure that they're that good. No, and, and 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 again, I don't want to take anything away from that win at Kansas. That was a very, very good win in a hostile place. They got a very lucky call towards the end of that game, too. I don't know if you saw that. There was a pass interference penalty that wasn't called. Yeah. And Kansas might have scored and tied that game, and he knows what happens. But anyway, you got to have breaks to win those kind of games. And that was a very impressive win. 
for TCU. And their offense is playing at a high level. But Oklahoma State wins these kind of games. They use, they've been winning these now for the last decade. Yep. There's other games they slip up in, and this is not one of them. These are the type of games they win. And I think they're better than TCU, and I think they're going to win the game. It's going to be fun to watch this one. I, I can't wait to kind of see what happens with this one. Man, there's too many games on at the same time, and we're going to be on driving for most yeah. of them. It kind of sucks, but this is going to be a good one for sure. Yep. I'm, I'm taking the, the Cowboys as well. Um, we'll see. This is going to be a good game. This is yep. going to be a really good game. All right, North Carolina State and Syracuse. Nobody's talking about this, and I, I know why. Like, It's not a marquee matchup as far as name value, but this is a big damn game for both yeah. teams. North Carolina State 5-1, and one, only lost to Clemson. Syracuse is undefeated. I was shocked. Syracuse a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Totally shocked. I am yeah. totally shocked. I, 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 and, and they're number 18. I know. Didn't they just uh, get into the poll? Yeah, they keep moving up. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't even in the top 25, were they? No. no. So let's put them at 18. I no. mean, God. Anyway. Yeah, I'm like you, totally shocked at this line. Uh, if this was a Friday night game in Syracuse, you know how well they play on Friday nights yeah. in Syracuse. I would be more on them than I am. I've seen them. I watched them a lot. The one I think they were on on a Friday night, right? Mm -hmm. When they beat, who was it they beat that night? That's oh, gosh. They, they beat, uh, who was the Friday night game? Uh, Virginia. Virginia. Okay. And that was a, a rock'em sock'em game. Very interesting game to watch. Yeah. I don't think they have enough offense to win. They really haven't played anybody that good. Uh, North Carolina State is, has has played some really good teams here lately. I think they're going to win. I don't. I I'm not. I can't take Syracuse in this game. So I'm going to go with the Wolfpack. I think the fact that North Carolina State's played some tough games is actually going to help Syracuse because they might, you know, they might just be like, yeah, this is, it's still Syracuse. You know, we've, we beat, you know, we beat Florida State. We were right there, you know, with, with Clemson. We'll go up there and beat Syracuse and not worry about it. So that might play in a Syracuse hand. I'm taking North Carolina State plus the three and a half. Look, Syracuse may beat them. They're not, but it's going to be like a field goal game, I think. Oh, I think so. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Wolf back. I think they're going to. I think I, I. I just think they're better. Yeah, I do too. All right. Uh, surprise! James Madison is the number twenty-five team in the country. First year playing at this level, and they're number twenty-five. They're five and zero. Oh, they're pretty darn good. They will take on Georgia Southern, a team that did beat uh, Nebraska earlier on in the season. Eleven and a half point favorite for James Madison here on the road. Uh, I've watched them a little bit. I think they're solid. What do you think? Yeah. Do they do they kind of keep it going this week? Well, I would like to know, and I think I know the answer. This may be the first time in history that a, a team in their first year of Division One has made the top twenty-five. Yeah, I, I bet it is. I, I can't. I don't think there's it. any way it's not. Yeah. No. Uh, will that affect them going into this game? You know, Georgia Southern's decent, and I'd be a little bit afraid if I was James Madison ranked like this, you know, and going on the road to a place that's been good before, you know, they beat Nebraska. They're not awful. They did get drilled last night, last week by Georgia state. Yeah. 
and that's a bad loss. Uh, 11 and a half, that's a lot of points on the road. First time you've been ranked. You know, you might get a little nervous going into that game. I think I might take Southern and the points, but I'm staying away from it because I don't know enough about either one of them. Yeah, I I would say well, I'm not going to bet this game one way or the other. Um, I think maybe getting into the top 25 could hurt uh, as far as they might be not quite as focused, maybe don't know how to handle it. There's a lot of pressure that comes yeah. with that. Maybe Georgia Southern plays them close. So I, I will take Georgia Southern plus 11 and a half, but I, I, I like this James Madison team. I've watched well, it. Um, so we'll see what that, so we'll see how they handle it uh, this week. See what happens. All right. Clemson goes on the road to take on Florida state. Clemson's had some nice wins um, already over Wake Forest and North Carolina state. Now they go on the road, to Florida state. They've lost two in a row. If you notice, though, Clemson, a minus three and a half here. They're only a three and a half point favorite. What do you think? Do the Seminoles kind of keep this one close? I can't figure that line out either. Yeah. I, I think it should be seven, maybe eight. Uh, I think Florida, I think unless Clemson turns it over, I think they win that by 10 or so, I, maybe more. So I like, I like Clemson minus three and a half for sure. I'm with you. I like Clemson minus a three and a half. The only thing I think with Clemson games now, they're a little bit worried about where to set the line because they're just not an explosive team. And I think that could be it. But I think Florida State, you know, maybe if they would have pulled that game out last week, they they come and maybe they believe they've got a shot in this one. But I just – They're not there yet. They're getting better. They're getting better. Much improvement. And they need to give that coach another year. Well, it depends on what happens the rest of the season. They're getting better, but they're not at Clemson's level yet. You know, I just don't think they are. I don't <laughs> think they are either. And I, I don't know. I just I, I, I watch them and it's like something's missing. They're just not it, maybe this is it. Quarterback just hasn't really progressed. Like he he just he doesn't look very good. They're not very dynamic offensively. And it's like, can they really score enough to compete with Clemson? I don't think so. Uh, I, I'm not make sure. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think so either. So. I will be shocked if Clemson loses. All right, let's move on. Mississippi State at Kentucky. This one's kind of hard because you don't know if Will Levis is going to play. He's kind of listed as day to day. They're trying to kind of make a determination. Um, Mississippi State right now is a four point favorite at Kentucky. I have a feeling that could come down some if Levis does play. All reports this week is it's like heading in the right direction. Let's assume he plays. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? Well, the line has already come down. Okay. It was seven when I looked on Monday. Okay. So it's down to four. And I read before we had the show today that it looks all indications are pointing that he's going to play. And Vegas thinks he is. So, uh, the line now is down probably to where it should be. Seven was way too much. Now, again, I think Kentucky's got a really good chance to win, okay, if he plays and if he's 100%. And well, we don't know that. Yeah. No. So this is a game I think you got to stay away from because you just simply don't know. And the two teams are evenly matched even if he is 100% healthy. This is a huge game for Mississippi State. Kentucky's lost two now, so they're pretty much out of it. 
in the uh, SEC, uh, what is it, the East. They're out of that. Now that they've lost two. They're not going to catch Georgia. They didn't have much chance. Anyway, Mississippi State is in the running if they win. This is a huge game for them. It would be their third big win. Um, I, I, I'm i going to take them. I've stayed off the bandwagon for Mississippi State. I think they're going to – I think they're really good. I really do. They throttled Arkansas last – I know Arkansas was without a quarterback. That's another thing. They've taken advantage the last two weeks of teams that quarterbacks have been hurt. Is it going to be three weeks in a row they take advantage? I don't know. But I'm staying away with it because I just don't know how healthy the Kentucky quarterback is. Yeah, that's the thing. I, and I agree with Dennis. I think Kentucky's going to win this game if he plays because this just kind of feels like the type of game Mississippi State loses, right? It's yeah. like they got all the momentum going and that a school like that loses a game like this usually. But if he doesn't, and I sit here and say, I'll take Kentucky plus four and then you turn it on and Levis doesn't play. Yeah. Or out of it. he plays, but he's like limping. And it's like, yeah, well, forget it. I want Mississippi State, you know? So it's... Now he has a leg injury, correct? It's a foot injury, right? Yeah. But he's not a big time runner, you know. Yeah. I just I I'm I'm staying away with it from it because I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, Mississippi State did match up perfectly, Russ, with Arkansas. Their strength was your weakness. And plus you didn't have a quarterback. You had no chance in that game. No, Um, if you don't have no. No. We weren't going to win without Jefferson. They were yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Well, again, I think I think we're just gonna stay away from that. I just I, I don't want to get caught playing yeah. Kentucky because I saw what they have behind him and it's yeah. it's not it's not good. No, it's not good. All right, let's move on to the last one. USC six and oh, they go on the road, they finally play a ranked opponent. Uh, but Utah at four and two coming off a loss to UCLA. Utah, this has been a disappointing season, really, yeah. for them based on their expectations. What do you think? They are still favored in this game. That was surprising to me. Utah minus three and a half here. Well, this is a savior season game for them. They're done if they lose. And like you say, the expectations were through the roof for them. And they've got to win the game. It's at, it's at night. It's in Salt Lake City. They play extremely well there at night. USC's not played a team quite this good, but how good are they? I lost a lot of respect for them last week when UCLA throttled them. So I'm taking USC. I'm I'm on the bandwagon there, Rodney. I think the Trojans are going to beat them. I think the Trojans uh, are the play at plus three and a half. Uh, I I don't know that they'll beat them. I think the game's going to be close. And so I'll take USC plus the three and a half. I don't think Utah should be favored in this game. No. There's, they've done nothing to say they should be favored over USC. No, they beat nobody. So, no, no. no. Um, so this is this is in college. You got to think about this. Have you seen Utah's helmets for Saturday honoring two players who passed away? Huge emotional game for Utah. That might push them over the edge. That's it could. Sure. It could. You do play well in in games like that normally. You, yeah. you normally do. Emotional carry you only too far, only so far. Yeah. It's just, I just don't know about their defense. You know, they're not as good defensively as they have been. Yeah. But USC's offense isn't great either. 
so we'll see. I think it's. I think uh, if they get through, if they get by this, if uh, USC does, they might make the playoffs. All right, let's talk about. I agree by with that absolutely. Uh, where did that go, Russ? Here we go. Bonus game for our Arkansas people. Arkansas goes to BYU two thirty on ESPN. This is going to be a, a really good game. Really evenly matched teams here. Uh, and Vegas agrees. The line is even. Yeah. So it's a pick them game. Do you think Arkansas gets back on track this week? You know, it opened up minus uh, one and a half in favor of Arkansas. They were one and a half point favorites, and now it's down to even. You got both teams that are reeling, you know, both teams that are a little bit disappointing. You know, I, I think Arkansas thought they would be better than three and three at this point. I did. I thought they might be five and one at this point, four and two at the worst. How much has been taken out of them? Uh, now, Jefferson's going to play from what I read before we started the show. Then you got BYU that stunk it up, not stunk it up, but they didn't play like we thought they would against Notre Dame the other night. So they're reeling. The game is in Provo. That's a tough atmosphere to play in. If I had to pick, I would pick BYU, but I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas wins. But I've got to, I've got to take BYU simply because they're at home. Yeah, I took BYU as well. Uh I I kind of feel like Arkansas really needs that bye week in a bad way. And, you know, they get it next week. I'm sure they wish it was this week or the week before even, so they wouldn't have had to not have KJ last week. So the, the whole deal is they, they just seem like they're reeling and they need to regroup. And it's a bad spot to try to regroup at BYU. I don't think BYU is that good, though. No, I don't either. And that's kind of the saving – grace for the for the Razorback fans I mean you can look at that Notre Dame game and say they're not great like we can go out there and beat them um, well, and, and Oregon thumped them. Oregon thumped them too yeah Oregon's pretty good they are but still they beat them pretty bad yeah. you know they shouldn't have beat them that bad yeah and if I was Arkansas fans I would throw out last week that game doesn't count you did not have your quarterback. You're coming off Alabama. You're on the road. You made it a game. You didn't lay an egg like Oklahoma, not even show up. Right. That game was closer than it looked. So I'd throw that one out. I know I am. The game that's killing you is the Texas A&M game. That's the game that's killing you. Yep. So Absolutely killing you. And right, um, right your schedule is dumb. Yeah. Why are you going to BYU? You play in the SEC. You don't need to be going to be, play BYU and, and playing Cincinnati. I had Cincinnati. You didn't need the other one. No, you didn't need either one of them. I mean, no, I, I, not only do they play in the SEC, they play in the toughest side of the SEC. And yeah. it's ridiculous that they've scheduled this. It's crazy, but that's. I mean, what, you're, you're going to have to play Alabama, Texas AM, LSU, the two Mississippis. I could go on and on. There's no reason. No, to play a tough non-conference game, maybe maybe a middle of the road team like I don't know Purdue or somebody like that if you can play them, because you need somebody. You can't just play three cupcakes or four, however many you play. But this is nuts. This is nuts. Yep, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, what are you gonna do? That's that's what's what it is though, uh, Russ. So you know we'll yeah. see what happens. All right. Any other college games you want to mention before uh, we go? Just a couple, real quick. Uh, 
I, I got Maryland at Indiana. Now, this is one I think I'll stay away from, but I think it's a little bit interesting. Um, can Indiana play like they did last week? That's the thing mm -hmm. against Michigan. If they do, I think 11 and a half is too many points for Maryland. So I'm kind of looking at that a little bit, but I don't know if they can play at that level. Mm -hmm. uh, another one, Tulane, one of the best teams in the American Conference that's come out of nowhere. They go down to South Florida, and they're 12-point favorites. South Florida has shown that they're not bad. They can't win. Can they get back up from that Tennessee game – or not Tennessee, Cincinnati game where they lost 28-24? If they play at that level, will Tulane beat them by 12? This is the kind of game Tulane struggles. I'd look at that one, and I don't understand this one. Okay. And I don't understand why this team's not number 25. You know where I'm headed with this? This is Coastal Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I I would have bet if there was going to be a team from a lesser conference that would have been number 25, it would have been them with their reputation and not James Madison. They're at home this weekend. They play Old Dominion. That's two and three. And they're only 11 and a half point favorites. Yeah, I was the coaches of Coastal Carolina. I'd be pissed that I'm not number 25, and I'd come out ready to roll and and thump them as bad as I could. So I like them a lot to cover that and win by more than 11 and a half. Now Old Dominion's record's a little misleading. They've lost a couple of games to decent uh, power conference teams, but not great teams. So I like Coastal Carolina in that one a lot. Uh, reminder, Coastal Carolina and James Madison play on the last weekend of the year, oh, regular right. season. So that's something to kind of look forward to uh, in, in the uh, Sun Belt. I think James Madison got gets credit for beating Appalachian State. But I think I think what people don't realize is Appalachian State's really not very good. No, they're not. They, they beat A&M and everybody thought, oh, they're great. They're really not. Um, I'm with you. I like Coastal Carolina better than James Madison, but they're going to square off, and that's going to be something. By the way, Appalachian State lost to Texas State last week, so it's yes. Again, I think I think the media like, oh, they beat A&M, and then on oh, now James Madison beat them, and so that's a big win. It's really not. No, they're not very good. Old Dominion lost to, well, they beat Virginia Tech, but everybody else has too. And they lost to East Carolina and Virginia. Yeah. And Liberty beat them too. Liberty's decent. Yeah, they're pretty good. But I just think Coastal Carolina is really good. I think 11 and a half at home. I like that a lot. I like that game a lot. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Or any more. Do you have any more? Was that your last one? No. no. Okay. We can we'll move on to the NFL. These. We will <laughs> rapid fire this NFL a schedule out here real quick because we got a hard out two o'clock. We got to be done. So um, we will go through these right now, and we'll start with tonight's game. Maybe one of the worst games, and well, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be worse than last week or not. But Washington goes to Chicago. Washington one point favorite. It was a pick 'em earlier. You like the Bears? Tell us why. I don't understand why Washington's a one-point favorite. I don't know what they've done to be a one-point favorite over anybody. Me neither. The game's at home. Washington has to travel. Short week. Uh, the Bears have shown some life. They, they're not awful. So I like the Bears 
to win, and I would I would pick them if they were two point favorites instead of one point underdogs. So I like the Bears a lot in this game. Don't you think? I don't know. Like, are we overvaluing the Bears because they played a close game and maybe they shouldn't have last week? Like, I don't. I don't think I'm overvaluing them. I just don't think Washington's any good. I'm the same way. Like, I like the Bears. So, I mean, I don't – but I don't think like, Washington looks terrible to me. You don't, I, I don't think know. they do? Over 38 points, you like that? Well, the Bears have shown that they can score a little bit, and then the experts that we were on the show with today that knows the NFL a lot more than I do says the Bears' defense is terrible. I beg to differ. But anyway – over 38, that's not very many points. So you would think it would get there. But I would tend to say under. <laughs> I would go. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because 38 is not a lot, but I don't know. I don't know. I think the Washington is a defensive line. It may be, but how strong? I mean, how big a strength is, does a one and four team have? Yeah. No, I don't. I just. I don't know. I may be off completely, but this game just was jumped out at me because I would pick the Bears anyway. So we'll see. Yeah, I I think with Washington, I, I don't know. I think people think they should be a little better than what they are, but you know, they just. I'd like to know why. Yeah, I know. Well, it's because they've lost some games where it's like, oh, you, you should have won. Like, you had that. And it's it's just, I don't them. know. Like, really? like, the Titans last week, they had every chance to beat them. But they did. And, and, you know. Okay. The thing is, I'm just going a lot on home field, I guess. Because if it was in Washington, I might be going the other way. So, I just think two teams, not very good. I think you got to go with the home team in this game. Okay. Well, right. we'll see what happens. I, I like, like I said, I like the Bears as well. So we'll see. Um, wasn't well, listen, by the way. Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing about Fields. No. No, he's not. But they're two and three. They, they know how to get into – they played some close games. So, like, they know – what they need to run to keep the game close. They were ahead of the Vikings in the fourth quarter last week. Yeah, and I mean, the thing about it is this this Washington team, to me, they they don't have any upside whatsoever. No. The Bears, it's like there's some things to like about the Bears. I don't know. I It's a terrible game. It is. It's horrible. And you can't really feel right about either either one of them. It's a yeah. not fun to pick a game like this. No. But of the games I had to choose from today, it's of hockey, baseball, and this, this one stuck out the most to me. If it was a regular game with a whole bunch of other ones, it probably wouldn't. Yeah. But yeah. of the ones I had to choose from today, this one stuck out the most. We'll see. It's going to be quite the battle. Hopefully we can stay awake for a quarter of this one. Uh, (laughs) Or we'll just turn it over to hockey. That's probably what I'll do. All right, let's rapid fire the Sunday games now. And we'll start off the 49ers go on the road to take on the Falcons. 49ers, five-point favorites. They go to the East Coast for the second straight week, or at least the Eastern time zone. Uh, What do you think of this one? I wonder if they stayed. I wonder if they didn't go back. I wonder if they just 
stayed over there. They were in Carolina last week, and I wonder I, if they stayed. I don't know. I don't either. Uh, I don't know why you would with these chartered jets the way it is now. Anyhow, I love the way they're playing. Uh, I think they continue to roll. Uh, Atlanta's better than we think, and they're doing all right. But I think the I, I like the 49ers a lot. If they're ready to go, I think they cover. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers as well on this one. I, I like them. Uh, I, think, uh, I think this is a pretty good team. I think they're getting better. I think that win over the Rams kind of catapulted them. So I'm going to go 49ers to cover as well. All right, Patriots and the Browns. Patriots, uh, pretty good game last week. Dominated the Lions back to two and three. Browns, you know, they're the Browns. Yep. But they are a two and a half point favorite here, uh, Cleveland is. So, God, I mean, it's a tough one. Uh, no comparison between the two organizations. You got to go with the Patriots. I cannot pick the Browns. I just cannot. They, the Patriots looked good last week. So I like the Patriots plus two and a half. I'm going to take the Patriots as well. I think they'll kind of be able to shut down the running game. And if they do, I think they can beat them. I'll take Patriots plus two and a half. I can't, I, I can't believe the Browns every week. It's something different. All right. Jets on the road against the Packers. We talked about a uh, Packers seven and a half point favorite, by the way, we talked about on the show this morning, uh, you know, coming back from London, it's kind of been tough uh, on, on teams Packers. That's a lot of points. What do you think? This is a hard one. Uh, the Jets are up and coming. They're playing much better. Can they go into Green Bay? I, they're not going to win, I don't think. I think I'll take the Jets plus seven and a half, but I think the Packers. I think that half points what's got me here. I think the Packers might win 24-17. So I'm going to go Jets plus seven and a half. I think the flip side of it is they lost last week. They really need to come out and play a good game and win. I'll take the Packers minus the seven and a half. I'm not a believer in the Jets. Just well, I'm yet. not betting. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> All right. Jacksonville goes on the road, and they're a two and a half point underdog this week, taking on the Colts. Uh, Jacksonville dominated the Colts just a few weeks ago. Right. Um, what do you think about this one? I mean, what, what's going to happen in Indianapolis this week? I don't know. This is too. I mean, the Jaguars need their butts kicked for losing to Houston at home. Now, Indy doesn't play very well in Jacksonville, but I think they play okay against the Jaguars in Indy. Yeah. Two and a half, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Colts, minus two and a half. I'll take the bait and take the Jaguars. This is one I'm not touching, though. I hate the Colts, um, and the Jaguars are the, still the Jags. I mean, they looked good for a while. Now they're back down to earth. I think they'll beat them, though. I'm going to take the Jags. All right. Vikings versus the Dolphins. Skylar Thompson will start for the Dolphins, and that's why you see the Vikings here as a three-point favorite. What do you think? Well, I, I, because of that reason, I'm taking the Vikings minus three. Yeah, I, I don't want any part of the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson at quarterback. Uh, I also don't really think the Vikings are great, but I think they're good enough to go down and and, and stop Minnesota or stop the Dolphins in this spot. Uh here i i don't know I, we watched skylar thompson a lot in person in college and he's not a pro quarterback he's not a pro quarterback no so i'll take the vikings as well the Bengals go on the road against the saints saints got a really nice win showed some life uh last week with a victory yeah. Bengals, uh they need a victory they're a one and a half point favorite in new orleans Bengals coming off a very tough loss at baltimore they need to bounce back quickly 
Uh, I like them. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win that one. So I'll take Cincinnati minus point and a half. I and I'm with you and I'm with Kevin. They they gotta win. They gotta win this game, and I think they will. I think they'll pull it out. I think it'll be ugly because that's what Cincinnati's been. But I think they will pull that one out. Baltimore on the road this weekend against the New York Giants. The Giants are four and one. They just keep winning. Baltimore, though, a five and a half point favorite in New York. Well, we talked about this a couple hours ago. And both of us, me and you, I don't think you're sold on the Ravens, and I'm not either. I think you think they're pretty good, and I do too. Yeah. But they don't win games they should win. I'm not sure they should win this one. So I like the Giants plus five and a half. I took the Ravens. I, 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 I just <laughs> – I just watch them and I'm like, they're better than what they play, you know? And I, I just don't think the Giants are quite good enough. I'm, I'm going to take the Ravens and I'll probably be sitting here on my recliner Sunday going, I, just, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. They were up by 20 and now they're behind, you know? So uh, we'll see. Uh, all right. Tampa Bay goes on the road to take on the Steelers. The Steelers are horrific. Tampa Bay, you know, they haven't been great, but they're three and two. Tampa Bay's an eight point favorite. What do you think? A lot of points. On the road. Scares me a little bit. But I think they win. I, Pittsburgh's awful. So if this game is close, even if Tampa wins, of course, winning in the NFL is all that matters. I think we got real problems in Tampa. So I'm going to stick with the Buccaneers minus eight. Yeah, I can't get behind uh, the Steelers in this spot. That's for sure. I that, They may be the worst team in the league. I really I think, think they are. All right, let's move on. Panthers on the road, 10-point favorites this week, or excuse me, 10-point underdogs this weekend against the Rams. It's a must-win for the Rams. Yep. Carolina looks like they're done already. Uh, it's a 10 points is a lot. What do you think? Oh, this is the second-worst team in the league, <laughs> or maybe the worst. Yeah, they might be. I think they're a little better in Pittsburgh because they at least can play defense a little bit. The Rams are struggling mightily. They don't look good at all. But I don't think Carolina's got enough to hurt them. Golly, I don't know how the Rams can beat anybody by 10. It, I just can't take the Rams minus 10. Even Well, it's Carolina. I guess I'll stick with the Rams minus 10, but I'm, I wouldn't bet this one. I think there's better games to bet. I'll take the Rams minus 10, though. Carolina pretty – All right, over under at 42. I think I'd go under because I don't think the Panthers can score more than 10. I think you're right about that. Yeah, it's it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. I, I mean, it's going to be a terrible game. I, I'll take the Rams and just move on, but I, I'm not betting this one. No. Uh, all right, let's move on. Cardinals and the Seahawks, Battle of the Birds in Seattle. Arizona, two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Well, you've mentioned it, though. They play better on the road. What do you think is going to happen in Seattle? They got them right where they want them. They're on the road, so I'll take the Cardinals minus two-and-a-half. Seattle plus two-and-a-half. Cardinals are, <laughs> they stink. They're awful. All right, Bills on the road, a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Chiefs. Uh, one of two marquee games we're going to talk about here. Chiefs, uh, Mahomes has not been a home underdog ever, so this will be interesting. So what do you think, Bills or Chiefs? Oh, this is going to be a great game. You know the Bills are laying for them. You know they are. I, it's a regular season game. I don't know how much you're going to lay for somebody in a regular season game, but you know they've been pointing to this. I didn't think the Chiefs looked very good Monday night against the Raiders, but they won. 
That's all that matters. I can't, I cannot pick against the Chiefs in Kansas City. I just can't. So I'm going to take the Chiefs plus two and a half. I'm going to take the Bills minus two and a half. I, I think they're the most consistent team. I think they're the best team this year. I think they're going to come out and prove it. I'm going to go Bills minus two and a half. Uh, the Chiefs way too inconsistent for me, um, but we'll see though. He'll probably show up and play great, but uh, <laughs> you just, you just ne- listen, this Chiefs team, you just need to never know. Uh, you don't know what they're going to do. You never, never, never know. So we'll see. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bills. I'm going to go Bills. All right. Cowboys and the Eagles, the Monday night, or excuse me, the Sunday night football game, six and a half point favorite for the Eagles coming into this one. Can they stay unbeaten? What do you think? Well, they might. They might. I I think that's too many points. I love Dallas's defense. I think they can shut them down. I don't know if they win or not because I don't know how much offense they, they can generate. Uh, six and a half is too many. I'm going Dallas plus six and a half. Dallas plus six and a half. Exactly. Yes. That might be my best bet uh, on Sunday. Ooh, I don't know if it's a best bet type of thing, but <laughs> I do think they're going to win or they're going to keep it close. I don't know if they'll win or not. I think it'll be. Close. I didn't say they're going to win. I said plus six and a half. Kevin B says Cooper Rush is going to get exposed this game and then Dak will be back next week. I think if they're waiting for the the Cowboys to lose before they kind of switch the quarterbacks back. And if they lose this week, that could be what's going to happen. Absolutely. Do you want to talk Broncos chargers? No, I do not. (laughs) We'll save that for Monday. (laughs) It's going to be a, I don't want to talk about it on Monday either. They should play this game on Halloween because it's going to, it's like a nightmare. I'll tell you one thing. If the chargers don't beat them more than four and a half, they are really horrendous. They should cover that four and a half, I think. You don't think Russ is going to come out with an inspired effort and beat them? I think Russ is uh, best has uh, faded away. That's what I, I think. I would take Russ W., who comments on the show, more than I would take Russell Wilson at a quarterback <laughs> position right now. How about that? Uh, All right. That's it. Uh, hey, Rush, you're still here. Uh, Broncos in prime time for the fourth time already. Is yeah. that not ridiculous? I think they thought Russell Wilson would be good and everything was going to be fun and they'd be a fun team to watch, and they're not. So. They're, they're just terrible to watch. I will say this. They are kind of funny to watch. Well, you're just waiting for the coach to do something stupid. Yeah, or the quarterback. So they're kind of funny to watch. They're kind of entertaining in that regard. So. Yeah. All right, we've done it. We have one minute. <laughs> Do you have any questions? Well, uh, is Dennis still around? Dennis, I, yeah, he's still in the chat. Um, well, he was wanting to know, wanting us to do two questions. Okay, yeah, we'll do those two. They're kind of quick ones, yeah. Yeah, your, your go-to chip. Go-to chip is the question. You don't um, want so. Dorito spicy nacho. That's my go-to chip. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a very plain chip eater. Yeah. I come from the era when there was only one flavor of chips. You didn't have 90 million flavors of chips. Now you go potato chips. Lay's has got like 50 different flavors you can pick from. Right. You notice that or not. So I just like a plain Lay's potato chip, either uh, the wavy kind, ruffles, whatever, or regular so you'll go with just the plain a plain chip i don't care if it's ruffles or uh whatever i said 
Yeah. Regular chip. Love sour it. cream and onion. Thoughts Only on sour cream and onion? onion? You like that? Yeah, I can eat it. I, if I'm going to pick a flavor, I'll just do honey barbecue chips. Yeah. I like that. Sun chip harvest. Huh. I like JL again. I'm a very plain chip eater. I love plain sun chips. I ate some while ago. Um, used to be Casey Masterpiece barbecue ruffles. Those okay. were good. Yes. Yeah. I could do those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sweet Southern Heat Lay's barbecue chips. Very good. Yeah. Have you ever had those? I'm sure I have. Yes. They're very good. I like I like barbecue chips. Yes. Cheez-Its, Dennis said. Cheez -Its. They were at a no, those are like little crackers, right? Yeah. No, those are nasty. <laughs> uh, sour cream and onion. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I can eat them. Uh, I like plain chips. Yeah. Wants to establish the run and hates the DH. Uh, pretty good, JL. Very good. I do hate the DH. I think it's ridiculous. But anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's very easy to please. Exactly. Yeah, my wife, she can't figure out. You just buy those plain chips. I said, <laughs> yeah, I can eat the whole bag. I, I can. There's nothing better than the first potato chip out of the bag. I agree. It's they are good. They are very good. I like plain chips when I'm eating like burgers and something. Sure. But anything else? I want those spicy nachos. I do like the Cool Ranch Doritos as well, Russ. I do like those. Yeah. You know, I used to have a snack every night about eight o'clock. Back when I was younger, I'd have chips of some kind or popcorn. I don't do that much anymore. I don't. Yeah. I don't eat much at night anymore. I might have a, a small miniature bag of. Uh, uh, Microwave popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn's kind of a thing now. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever tried to eat just one and stop? Yes, Dennis, it's impossible. <laughs> it is impossible. I, I cannot do it. I cannot do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. One more. All right. Last one. Uh, Fritos. Yeah, I do like Fritos, Russ. I do, too. I like, I like them a lot. Um, JL. Or JL, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I love Frito pie. Yes. Okay. Favorite soda. Now, you don't drink soda anymore, and I don't either, but I it's not because I don't like it. Coca-Cola is my favorite soda. Just oh, okay. the regular Coca-Cola. No question. Me yeah. too. Uh, I don't drink it much. I'm not saying I never drink it. Like, if I go to a pizza buffet or something, and I'll drink a Coke. Yeah. Uh, but I don't buy it at the store. Sandy and I, neither one of us drink pop. I don't think you and Heather do either. Uh, but it's not because I don't like it, because I do. But I just, I don't know how good for for you it is. It's terrible for you. Yeah, I'm not a health freak, but I, I don't, I know people, that, a lot of people that drink a lot of pop through the day. And by the time they get my age, they're not very healthy. So I've kind of stayed away from it. I absolutely love Coke, but I haven't had one in two years now. Really? Yeah, I don't drink any soda at all. Well, I think you had the kidney problem, kidney stone problem. Yes, and that was it. Now I do like Seven Up. Like most people don't like Seven Up, but I do. Yeah, and I don't think that's bad for you. Um, as as bad. Uh, orange soda, okay. Sort of good. Yeah. <laughs> After you hit middle school, you can't drink orange soda. <laughs> <laughs> or grape. You can't True. do grape. Grape's good, but yeah. Uh, 
there's a there's a Jones soda that's really really good. I've never seen that. I've seen these dentists, but I've never had them. Hmm. Um, never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a here's a question from from the Lord, as I call him. Oh he, yeah, uh, he likes to. He's our, uh, from overseas. He likes to come on and uh, watch our shows sometime. He made his first American sports bet today. Okay. He played a double, uh, which was a parlay, basically. Astros and the Las Vegas Golden Knights uh, parlay. Do you like his Love chances? It. Love it. I do too. I think that's a great bet. I, I I don't see any way Seattle can bounce back tonight against Houston after blowing that game. And uh, Vegas plays the Blackhawks, I think. Yep. Yeah. You should cash that. But uh, when you make American sports bets, my Lord, <laughs> Good luck, because anything can happen. <laughs> I'm start calling you my lord now. After that, that was yeah. that. that's, that's great. Uh, Vegas, yeah, Vegas is playing the Blackhawks tonight. The Blackhawks coming off a horrific uh, game one last night against Colorado. Uh, you know what? The Blackhawks are completely rebuilding. Yeah, and they're two stars. They still have them, right? Yeah, Kane and yeah. Tate. Somebody's going to get them. Mm-hmm. Or some draft picks or something. You watch, and I hope it's the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I was looking at the Blues roster today because I was getting ready for the hockey season to start. We didn't do anything in the offseason, did we? No. I don't like our chances. I, I I don't understand why we didn't. We we lost Perron, 25 goal scorer winging, but we didn't get anybody to replace him. No. I don't like it. No. Something's up. They think they've got guys that are going to come up and be players for them. Jake Neighbors being one. Yeah, but they sent him to the minors and had to bring him up. That was more like a roster thing they had to do. Um, I think they're going to be okay, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Don't have a lot of depth. That's a problem. I have a theory. Okay. You want to hear it real quick? Yes. You've You've got two minutes. I know. Okay, Ryan O'Reilly, Tarasenko are in their contract years, correct? Right. You can't sign them both. I don't think. Do you? No. I think we're going to tank this season, get rid of one of them so we can sign the other one. Is is O'Reilly in a contract year? I think so. I think they both are at the same time. Uh, I'm trying to see. I don't think that's true. I know Tarasenko, this is it. I think they both are up for long terms. Ooh, they are. Yep. I'm telling you, they didn't make any moves in the offseason. That scares me because they don't do that. They usually go get somebody. Yeah, 22-23, that's his last year. Um, That's not good. And Well, it's pretty simple. Tarasenko's not going to be back. Tarasenko didn't want to play there the last two years anyway, so I don't think he's coming back. Why didn't they get rid of him? Why didn't they go get somebody? I don't think he. I don't think he had the value needed to because they 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 have to have him. So well, I agree. But let's say he scores forty five goals. Let's score. Let's say Riley plays great. What are they going to do? I don't know. They're in a, they're in a mess. The Blues could be deadline sellers if they're not very if they don't. I mean, if they tank it, yeah, they're going to be selling. I'm leading to. I am very surprised they didn't make a change. 
you don't now I'm not a Perron fan at all, but he scored 25, 26 goals. Who's I don't see anybody on that roster that's going to do that. I don't know how you can't be a Perron fan. I just never liked him that well. He was I'm not I don't hate him. I mean, I didn't care that they didn't pay him. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think he was a five million dollar a year guy. That's his, probably true, but he was fantastic for the yeah, last run with the Blues. Absolutely. Yeah. But they don't sign guys 36, 37 years old to long-term contracts. They don't do that. They don't, they never have. Yeah. So I don't have a problem with that. But not going out and getting somebody that can score some goals alarms me. Yeah. They didn't make any changes to a team that was pretty good, better than most. But not not there. This team they have now is not going to win the Stanley Cup. There's no, no. no. Well, no. on that positive and cheery note, we're going to get out of here because I've got blinkers off. Blinkers off coming up right. in 21 minutes. Now, listen, here's the good news. Okay. We're going to talk all Breeders' Cup. We're going to give our way too early Breeders' Cup predictions. We're going to look at the overseas markets for all the races. And I've got a special guest. Mike Samich is going to come on and help me do that. So it's going to be oh. Samich and I coming up 21 minutes away. It's going to be fun. I promise. I, I give you my word. It's going to be a fun show. And then right after that, Mike Samich has to go deal with magic and do blinker or do a magic mic show. So it's a busy, busy day. We're going to keep it going. All right, guys, we're going to get off here for now. Good luck to everybody betting this weekend on the football games. And if you want to watch some horse racing stuff, it's coming up for you next. So, all right, we'll see you guys on this show on Monday. This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. <laughs>